Welcome back to your regularly scheduled program. Here we are at 6 p.m. Central Time for another episode of Nessin Around. Today we are brought to you by none other than Fountain Pop. Fountain Soda, if you are from the Midwest. Fountain Pop, if you are from everywhere else in the world. No specific flavor here, but just the overall concept. Do you want to get diabetes as easily as possible for an endless um, amount at a cheap price, I introduce to you Fountain Pop. Pay once, go up as many times as you want, and keep filling up your cup. You can mix and match. You can put Diet Coke with real Coke if you're crazy. You could put Diet Coke with real uh, Orange Crush if you're insane. And you could put root beer with Sprite with Mountain Dew if you just want to see what your body is capable of hand- handing. Handling? That would have been good. But I effed up one word, and you don't get a second chance in comedy, do ya? So that was it. Brought to you by Fountain Pop. Go to www.com, www.com slash Fountain Pop slash Nessin Around for a 2.4% discount on a Fountain Pop next time. And welcome to the episode. Um, by the way, Fountain Pop, not a lot of people know this, that is the number one margin generator for anyone who owns a um, franchise. Fast food franchises make their money on that fountain pop because it's literally almost free for them to do it. It's just syrup that at the last second through the miracles of science and Jesus is mixed together and creates um, a, a liquid pop mix. And that costs them two cents maybe for every cup. And you're in there paying, what, $1.50, thinking you're getting a smoking deal? And you are, but you're not. 98% profit. And that's why they always push it on you. And um, I don't know, man. I'm not above eating fast food. I'm a man of the foods. I'm a man of the pizzas. But I've, I still cannot bring myself, even when I go to McDonald's, I can't bring myself to also get the pop. That's where I draw the line with, I'm like, listen, I'll get the hamburgers. I will get the large fries. But I at least get a bottle of water because then I go, I have some control. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of, you know, it's like if you're doing heroin, you know, when you do heroin, you don't drink as well. You go, I'm doing one or the other. You don't do the heroin and then also go, now I want a Heineken because you're like, come on, man, pick something. If you're going to do your heroin, have some water. If you're going to have if you're going to do McDonald's, have your water. But I'm not telling you how to live. Okay. Um, I do want to play this clip because I saw this right now. This is, um, this is, this is so brilliant. And I, this is why I had to include this on the episode because this is John Stewart has this brilliant rant about COVID and about the origin. And, um, I'll just let it speak for itself. Here's John Stewart on, uh, Stephen Colbert just recently. Uh, this actually went up today. Here we go. So this was, perhaps was, there was a chance that this was created in a lab. There's an investigation. A chance? Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh my if God. there was evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I just don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask I, those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no. I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab... Wait. If you look at the name, look at the name... 
Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, a, second, wait, okay. A, wait a second, wait a what second. What about this? What about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. Right. I love it, dude. I love it. That is so, first of all, absolutely hilarious. You forget how talented that guy is. That's a hilarious rant. That's so funny. And also true. Why is this not being discussed? Why is it weird? It's so obvious to me. And I think most people, it came. Oh boy, take a breath. Take a breath. Because if you yell in the house, Jen is going to come up here and she's going to go, why the hell are you yelling in your office like a psycho? And I'm going to have to explain. I'm talking about Wuhan. I'm talking about Wuhan. Okay. It is so obvious that it came from a lab in Wuhan. It's so obvious. And the fact that they don't, there's no, as far as I know, hasn't been an official report. It, it's not even on the news. Nobody even talks about it. We have this virus, obviously. We had a pandemic, and we've completely glossed over the origin of it. And no one even, why is the news not bringing that shit up every day? And here's what, here's what's so funny. It's like, think about any other situation, any other scenario. Imagine, let's take a town, a random town, right? Let's take, let's say um, Red Deer. Red Deer, Alberta, a small town in between Calgary and Edmonton, Red Deer, Alberta. Let's say in Red Deer, Alberta, there was a lab that studies mice pox, right? Studies mice pox. And then all of a sudden, there's an outbreak of mice pox in Red Deer. What, the f what would a reasonable person think? What would a logical, reasonable person obviously you 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 write the letter A and you write the letter B and you connect the line and you go boom probably the lab given that's the exact same virus that's being tested in the same location but come on man come on I mean it's just obvious stuff now of course there's a possibility that it came from somewhere else whatever that's fine and if it did then that's fine too but the fact that this hasn't even been it seems like they avoid it. It seems like the news doesn't even bring that shit up. And that's super weird. Wouldn't we want to know where this thing came from? So it's just hilarious. When you think about the, I mean, it's almost hilarious if it didn't come from that. I mean, what are the odds, right? The, the initial story, remember that it was like some, yeah, a pangolin, like from, you know, hundreds of miles away, bit something and okay. Right. I just wonder if maybe it's because you can't get information out of China, right? Maybe that's it. I don't think, I don't think that we will ever know. I don't think we'll ever know, because those, the, you know, there's no way that they saved those records. You know, immediately, they probably marched into that lab, they burnt everything, they took all the floppy disks, right? Remember those? Took all the floppy disks. They probably put them on golf tees and hit them with a driver, right into the water hazard, just for good measure, and all that data is gone. So we'll never really know, but. Come on, man. How the fact that they act like it's absurd for someone to even have because there was a time in, in place when they said they were almost like, why would you even why would you even consider the lab? And you're like, what? 
What? What am I fucking crazy over here? Come on, man. So anyway, I just love that. That's uh, what a brilliant, um, brilliant rant by John Stewart. I don't really know why Stephen Colbert. I mean, I guess he's just playing devil's advocate, so you can go back and forth. But I love the. I don't know why that position is like, well, if there's proof, give me proof. It's like, dude, okay, so where's the proof that it's a pangolin? They haven't been able to um, attach it to any animal. So anyway, this is turning into the conspiracy podcast. Also, the earth is flat, huh? Why don't you show me? Hey, if the earth is round, why is my water not falling off the table? Okay? You guys remember that guy that thought the earth was flat, and then he built a rocket and blasted himself up in the air, and then he died? It's not funny he died, but it's incredible that he went to that length to get to that. And what do I always say? What do I always say is that even if the earth is flat, so what? And that's the difference between this and this whole COVID thing is because if the earth is flat, good. Now what? Nothing changes because everything that we have right now works. So nothing changes. In fact, the flat earthers, now you have to go back and actually try to meet your family, try to maybe um, find another way to be productive because instead of distracting yourself this whole time with the flat earth, now you, you've confirmed it and now you have to go and connect with your children and that's even harder. That's even harder than, you know, pursuing a conspiracy is playing catch with your son. <laughs> so that one, there's no implication, but this, not to go back to the shit, but there is an implication. If this comes from a lab, wouldn't we want to know that? Oh, my God. I don't know. And it's funny when you see such blatant corruption just out in the wild. Just out. You know, normally it feels like corruption. At least it's being, it's hidden. And at least it has to be uncovered. But the fact that it's obviously from this lab. And then the first report, they just went there for like two hours. And then they come out. I think it was the WHO, one of the entities said, yeah, we did a study. It's not from the lab. It's like, dude, you're not even trying to hide the corruption at this point. It's absolutely hilarious. So anyway, speaking of corruption, as I mentioned yesterday, this is the hottest mystery that I've been tracking now for three. I think it's almost been three years. Now, this is the Barry and Honey Sherman case. To recap, Barry was a, this is a billionaire couple in Toronto. They owned a pharmaceutical company. Three years ago, they were found by a realtor, actually, who was showing the house. I mean, that is, talk about a showing. How horrific is that? They go in. No one had seen them for a couple days. A realtor goes in to show their house because I guess they were selling it. And uh, anyway, you know, I don't even know why I include those details. That's like when a really bad storyteller is like, so... Okay, so I was at the store, and uh, no, it, it must have not been, I thought it was co-op, but no, you know, it must have been Safeway. So I think I was, no, you know, and you're like, dude, it doesn't matter. Just move on. So anyway, okay. So this mystery is, it's a billionaire couple. They were found in their pool. That's how you know you're a billionaire, in their indoor pool. Outdoor pool is millionaire money. Indoor pool is billionaire money. They were found in their pool hanging um, yeah, hanged in the pool by belts, both of them dead. And the, in my mind, the police are a lot to blame for the fact that this, it's still unsolved. I don't even think they have a suspect. This is three years later. It feels to me, the police are probably a big 
part to blame here because the police showed up. They see these two people hanged in their own pool. And you know what the police did? They go, oh, I guess it's a murder-suicide. That's it. I guess it's a murder-suicide. That was their initial ruling. Never mind, both of them, and this is a bit graphic, so sorry, were hanged and their hands were tied. Huh. Now, listen, I'm not a police officer. I'm a junior detective. But I would say if both people's hands are tied and they're hanged, I would take maybe two seconds and think about how that's even possible and go, oh, no, maybe someone else did this. Like, dude, I don't know what these cops were doing. I don't know. Again, maybe they were hungry and they're like, fuck. They got called in at like 1130 and they're like, oh, shit, we're just about to hit McDonald's. Let's wrap this up. All right. There they are. They're both dead. Murder, suicide. Stamp it and get out of here. But that was their initial. um, That was the initial stance by the police. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. So dumb. And my assumption, what I believe happened was because they ruled it like that, they stopped collecting evidence. They didn't preserve the crime scene. This is all hearsay. I don't know if this is true, but this is what I'm sure has led to this being unsolved. And by the time that they actually looked into it, only because friends of Honey and uh, Barry were like, "Uh, no, the dude is not going to murder-suicide his wife. We know him. He's not going to do that. Guy's happy. I played backgammon with him yesterday. He didn't do it. And then the police were like, oh, I guess we should, maybe we should try, uh, I guess, try and solve this then, huh? And then I'm sure by the time they went back in, all the evidence is screwed. Everything is effed. People have been in and out. And now you can't even really investigate it. I 100% believe that's what happened with this. And so the fact that two billionaires could be murdered in their home and there's not even a suspect no evidence, nothing is insane, is insane. How is there no video footage? Even the neighbor's houses, we don't have video footage of cars coming and going. Like there's nothing. So it must have been um, either, and it might be a combination of all this, either the police effed it up so bad that they completely screwed the investigation. There's no hope anymore. Or whoever arranged for this hired absolute professionals who are so good and don't have any actual direct connection to the family, their guns for hire, that they were able to pull off a professional level killing and not get caught. And by the way, that's terrifying. That's terrifying that that could exist, that there could be someone out there who is actually a professional killer. Hey, here's Tony. Here's my business card. Professional killer. We have five-star Yelp reviews reviews on the black web for our killing services. Never been caught one time. So I think it may be a combination of both. And here's what's interesting. Anytime someone dies that's worth billions of dollars, you have to trace the money. Because right away, everyone has motive. Everyone's got motive. Can you believe the swing in this podcast? Yesterday we were talking about a fucking emu being on the loose, and now we're breaking down a murder mystery. That's right. You never know what you're going to get. Um, what the hell was I talking about now? Now I screwed up my own momentum here. So, hold on a minute. What the hell was I talking about? God damn it. One sec. Oh, yeah. So, you got to follow the money. That's right. God. Had to get that back out of my brain. You got to follow the money in these situations. You got billions of dollars. Everyone has a motive. Anyone who's going to get some of that money or anyone who's being screwed over in a business deal, there's so many people who have motives to kill you. There's no way you have a billion dollars 
where people don't instantly have motives. And I'm talking about his own family. And that's my number one. And again, I'm invest. I'm web sleuthing this from my office here, looking at a tree and I'm trying to solve this mystery. But in my mind, number one suspect suspects are the children. Of course, of course. And here's what's interesting. The only reason I'm bringing this up now is because the Supreme Court of Canada finally agreed that the documents surrounding this case can be released to the public. They've been locked up. They've finally been released. So we get to see what the will looked like for this guy. Barry and Honey were both killed. Barry has a will that gives all of his assets and all of his, basically everything to Honey. Notice right there, when he dies, it all goes to Honey. Nothing to the children. The only way the children get anything is if Honey dies. Huh? So coincidence that they both happen to be killed in this murder, in this double homicide? To me, that's such an obvious line of incentive right there. Because otherwise, you would just take out dad. And if you were a competitor and you were mad at the guy, you wouldn't kill his wife. So to me, it has to be who's going to stand to benefit from the flow of these funds. And it has to be the children. Here's another interesting detail that makes me very suspicious of them as well. Is that the family took control of the house after they were killed. And as soon as they were allowed to, they collectively demolished the house. Demolished it. Why would you do that? Why would you demolish a house? Now, there's a lot of reasons. You might demolish it because you think it's so traumatic that my parents were killed there that I want it gone. That you think we can't even sell it now because of what's happened in there. Or is it because you realize that's the last chance if they ever wanted to do some type of cold case or reinvestigate this, they could go back in the house and look for clues. And the easiest way to now put a seal on it is to get rid of the house. Either way to me, it's super suspicious. It's super sus. And in fact, I would believe that if the children they were receiving, by the way, now all the money from this, if they were concerned about having it solved, you would actually keep the house. I'm just thinking if somebody that I knew this happened to them, you would keep the house around on the, on the hope that you could have a private investigator or the police would pick back up the investigation and you could somehow use it. And somehow there may still be clues in there that helps you figure out what happened. But they demolished it. How suspect is that? How sus is that? That's like if someone's parents got killed in the car and then immediately, as soon as the kids got control of the car, they just burned the car. I don't believe anything else. And you go, well, I didn't want the car to be around. Bullshit. I'm very suspicious of it, and it looks like we're never going to know, though. So in a way, this family, has they've pulled off the perfect crime. They got rid of the parents. They're going to get all of their uh, you know, inheritance. The, the house is gone. The police royally screwed up the investigation, and it looks like a perfect storm for never being solved, which is interesting. And that's why I'm calling on all my web sleuths. If the web sleuths could solve... That don't mess with cats mystery when the police couldn't. Maybe they can solve this. I hope. I need someone to solve this. It's so. How do two billionaires get killed and they don't even have a suspect?
They got nobody. The only person they thought might have done it was his cousin because he he won a judgment against his cousin for $300,000 shortly before he was killed. But the cousin has an alibi because the cousin said he was at Cocaine Anonymous during the murder. And shout out to Cocaine Anonymous. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's so fucking weird, man. It's so weird. So I'm going to keep tracking that for the next few days. Um, but man, this is the frustration podcast. This is between, this is, this is the podcast of where, what are the answers? Okay. I want answers for the Wuhan lab where this virus came from. I want confirmation on that. And I want answers. What happened to this billionaire couple? I want answers on that. Why do we live in a world where these two things are a mystery? Why? Why? We can make a man go to the moon, but we can't solve these these two basic mysteries. We can put a surprise inside of a kinder egg and we can't solve these two mysteries? Come on. Come on, mystery people. Let's go. And that's it. We out of time for today, man. We're out of time. Um, Take care. And uh, yeah, have an amazing Wednesday or whenever you listen to this. I realize that some people do listen to these not the day they come out, days after so maybe it's confusing maybe i should stop saying the day have instead of having a wednesday whatever day you're listening to this have that be a good day huh that's straight from jesus to you through me all right i'll see you tomorrow or whenever you listen to the next one bye-bye